0: Hello and welcome to the Noise Podcast, sponsored by Stereo Brain Records and brought to you on the Noise Podcast Network. Isn't that quite the mouthful? Um, I am sat here with my brand new friend, uh, new noisy himself, Chris. Chris, how are you? I'm
1: really good, thanks. Um, I'm absolutely buzzing to be here. Great podcast and I'm just thrilled, thrilled to be part of the Noise Network.
0: It's good to have you. You're brand new to noise, uh, and you know you've made quite the dent. I promised I wouldn't say it on here, but we all know what <laughs> I'm referring to. Uh, we do. It might, we do. It might rhyme with bugger tune, but you know, <laughs> who who are we to say, right? <laughs> you've got to make an impression. That's all I'm going to say, Chris. You and you've got to me. say what you feel. You you did that. Let me just rest assured, you managed to to make an impression. We're not here to talk about that, though. That's fine. We've got. I hope. Thank God better things to talk about (laughs) than that please uh but we're going to be um chris has jumped on with me today to talk about probably one of the last reviews of the year actually before we get into that everyone raving about their albums of the year everyone reflecting on what the year's been like and then inevitably everyone looking forward and saying what we got coming up next year um which is kind of the natural progression It's also the respite that podcasters and reviewers need at that point because you've uh, spent the whole year being so relentless. You almost need an entire month or six weeks off. It's kind of like the summer holidays for reviewers. Um, You can check out our other um, regular contributions. We are now doing a regular new noise uh, podcast. We have that link to our essentials playlist. And we have a new noise feature that that's based off that both Chris and myself uh, contribute towards, as do the other writers of noise. It's really cool. It's a massive collaborative effort. We usually post the Spotify link and the link to the new noise written articles in the bio. So be sure to check them out. Noise, you can follow anywhere. We're on Instagram. We're on we're on uh, Spotify. We're on YouTube. We're on podcast streaming platforms. We're on Facebook. We're everywhere that you can find us at Noise UK and the noise podcast network and where you will be finding this is on Instagram and Twitter. And I think that's covered all of the house stuff. Um I think so it has.
1: I think you've hit all the notes there.
0: Yeah, well there's there's always there's always something in post that I look at and go, wow, "Fuck, I missed that thing." <laughs> never mind. Anyway, uh we are here to talk about Tala. Uh I hope I've, I mean that's like I do this a lot where I like say it out loud and then I'm like is that right? But that's I think how it's I've talent. been saying it in can't my head. A,
1: It can't be anything else. Feel for, I'm sure people will correct us if we're wrong.
0: None but... of us double down on it. And you know, if you want to shout us out, then fine, do so. Uh, <laughs> the band on Friday are going to be releasing their brand new album, Generation of Danger. Uh, it is probably fits in the category of you know new alternative, new metal, extreme alternative. It's kind of a bit of a a mixed bag. It's off the back of their first album, which they released a couple of years back, uh, which was just as insane. But probably fair to say that they've dialed it up somewhat. Um, I'm going to read what drummer Max Portnoy kind of talks about. And the band in general have talked about this because we've been covering it uh, for a while and the band actually ended up moving their release date for it so it was kind of they were all set to do do the release earlier on in the year and then pushed it back to november so it's one of the one of the last ones out um but they kind of talk about and i'll paraphrase a little bit but max talks about the generation of danger being um completely new fresh uh, and a concept for them both lyrically and instrumentally um that they wanted to take their debut which is um, a, a cracking album in my opinion but we'll come to that in a minute Um, and sort of jack it up to 150% in, in Portnoy's words so I'd say they probably ticked off what they were going for on that they wanted to make it monstrous they wanted to make it daunting and they wanted to tell the story on some uh, ludicrous shit it's like a concept album about like a, a scientist who gets fed up with being swept under the rug and the rest you just kind of have to listen to to understand what the hell's going on that's kind of it in a, in, a, in a in a in as an overarching nutshell uh chris what when did you first find out about taler what is your experience of them are you a fan talk to me a little bit before we dive into this
1: i think um i'm a massive metalcore fan f- for me sins and there's a guy on twitter called alan Hurton goes by the name of the red herring and he, he raved about them when um and i want to say this right matriophagy
0: wow i mean that's i, think, I didn't say it for, for the reason that i thought i would budget mat matriphagy yeah something like, like a, that
1: mm-hmm. but he, he raved about oh, that um so i checked them out and i think there was this, the first thing i heard was no one should read this and i went on my gym playlist straight away i mean it's just it it sounds like it could have been released in 1999, like it does, doesn't it? It's, yeah, it, like that that sort of skittish, scattery new metal, but like brought forward, beefed up a little bit. I would say that I'm not a massive fan. I like a few songs, like I said, I've still got "No One Should Read This" on my Jim playlist, and There's one or two other songs on there as well. But it, it couldn't keep the couldn't keep me interested over a full album, so. I was quite interested to see where the second would take it. How the would expand on everything.
0: Interesting. We'll get into that. Uh sim very similar to myself. I uh checked that I I felt the hype, I saw the hype <clears throat> around this kind of really and I'll use this word a lot, unhinged sort of band yeah. doing something that feels quite fresh, uh, but it's by no means kind of new ground. Um it's just sort of a a refresh of a genre that feels good to be refreshed i guess uh like you i had some um you know some of the some of the singles more than anything else some of the the big hitters and uh, just loved the kind of the sort of the chaos um and, yeah. and, and 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 we'll get into it but when that band hits a stride they hit a stride um cool let's let's dive into it uh let's let's get into the album itself um it, it's i mean that the, the the opening let's let's just start from from how it opens mud castle i think is the first track
1: yeah um it's kind of mixed between opening track and an intro um first thing i did notice was it sounded a lot thicker and they'd really beefed up the production on since the last one so that was really good to hear um it's just you know, and it it sets up what they're about. So there's a lot of like harsh electronics, which I think they've amped up as well, and they hit you straight away. Then it's it's a great little opener. It's a great opener, and it it get it, it does set the scene really well for what's it about does, to
0: happen. I described it kind of like a a slow breakdown, and what I you know, and I've I, I genuinely said this a few times throughout this album that I feel like this is potentially the closest I'm going to come to experiencing someone having a mental breakdown in front of me because it, there, yeah. there's a, you know, there's some of those kind of indecipherable whispers then sort of breaks into the crunching riff, the breakdown. It's like, here's a taster board of what you're about to have over the next uh, uh, few songs and through the, the course of this album. Um, and it, it has that it's kind of, it's not unexpected, but there's parts to it that you're like, this is building that menacing nature about it. And then it kicks into the hard reset, which kind of does just that, right? Like it does exactly what it says oh, on the tin.
1: It just, you get some, you get some death growls opening it up. You get, a, you get a groove. I've, I've got me notes here that it sounds vaguely like pinball map by in flames. Yeah. The type of rhythm yeah, I've yeah. got going on. It chugs along. Um, intensity is a word. I think we'll come back to a lot. Like, it's like he's right. He's right in front of your face, and you're feeling everything. Um, but what made what makes me smile about it? And, uh, you know, I'm I'm a sucker for this shit. The scratching. It just takes. You now I'm I'm 32, and it takes us back to listening to. Um, we're not talking about Limp Bizkit, new metal here. We're not talking about POD. We're talking about stuff like Spine Shank, and stuff like that. Really, more industrial stuff. And he, there's a lot of worship on there. And his delivery
0: is so fast. It's unreal. There there's no there's no reason why all of the elements that they include on these songs and in hard reset that they, they shouldn't work. There shouldn't be allowed to be that much going on in a song and no. it's somewhat cohesive. I mean it opens with that like unbridled ferocity and to those like flaring double kicks. It's it's Def core at its finest but there's parts that are like a, a a callback like you said to some of the kind of new metal gems but also some of the you know bands in their heyday at the time like the, the, the comparisons to Slipknot to Corner kind of hard yeah. to get away from but also feel like a little bit of a cop out don't they because they're drawing on a lot of those influences a lot of what makes those bands so good back in their prime but kind of does it in a way that they deliver it in the in the Tala way. do you know what i mean it, it yeah. very much feels their own there is like hard reset have these like pinch harmonics it jumps with these crazy time signatures it it it, it sort of shifts between that sort of new metal and hardcore it it, it doesn't stick to a genre but that's that's brilliant it it it's, it is it really sets the tone between what you get that you know Mudcastle being more of the opener and uh yeah here's your starter this is kind of like uh right now you really you you don't know what you're strapped in for uh yeah in in, in this album at all a, a good point to mention as well the transitions now as a as as a lincoln park fan through and through uh and particular fan of hybrid theory and meteora one of if you've listened to that album any number of times you'll hear that those those songs flow into one another in a way that i you know albums don't often manage to do the the transitions on this are brilliant uh yeah they really are song to song it's a it's such a whole piece isn't it
1: they're not just they're not just set on making like blasts of blasts of noise it's a piece and, you know, I'm going to pull my hands up and say I don't really get the whole concept listening to it. But you can, the way it flows, you can tell, you can tell musically more than you can literally, I think.
0: I mean, it's fair to say like I've listened to this in its entirety probably three times for ready for this podcast. In six months time, I won't have heard the concept. I will still yeah. be finding parts of this, and that's as much as much as of a, of a compliment as, as anything else. Because this 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 album and these songs will be like discovery time and time and time again. You'll notice that small inflection or those small things. You you hear it in your headphones or you hear it on your car speakers, and it'll sound different. You'll hear the different parts of it. Um, but it it it's got layers. I think is what what we'd say in a nutshell it goes straight yeah. into stomping grounds i mean if the it comes in with that like half time hardcore sort of beat down um man that hits so hard
1: <laughs> i've, I've so got my notes there's this because i'd only listened to um only only single i'd heard before this i've heard the newest one double digger and i've got me notes that stomping ground it's it it will pop off live it would be I, minute, I, yeah. so much fun live. Like, it's got one of the best choruses on the record as well. I think they've got a really good grasp of that. You know, we're not talking, we're not talking clean sung me- metal choruses here. We're talking new metal fo- forcing the melody out of something, and it just it just sounds great. And the breakdown at the end, Matt. The breakdown at the end is fuck
0: that, but with the pigs, it will fuck
1: shit up live.
0: Like just when you thought vocally he couldn't get any more diverse, right? And I don't, I don't have the vocalist's name to hand, but holy shit! Like
1: I've got, I've Justin Bonnett and I want to shout him out because I want my biggest note is sixth. He sounds like he could be in sixth, and that's the biggest compliment I can give a musician, a vocalist like this. If you if you put him in sixth, I'd be I'd be happy. I'd be happy with that. He'd fit. He'd fit right in.
0: I mean, I, yeah, you're, you're right, and but I also think there's that that diversity there for like there's there's parts of this song where he kind of rivals part rivals parts of what you know Will Ramos does or early Ollie yeah. Sykes. You know that he he has that range to hit deathcore growls and pig squeals, but also then to find some melody. It's uh, I was I was blown away by this point. I think next on the album we drop into three songs that have already been released. So we'll kind of just sort of go over them a little bit, but I mean The Impressionist it 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 was I think one of the first singles that came out um and what a brilliant I think it's a perfect single for for yeah. this album. You know, I it it felt more they like they had kind of compiled something to say this is what you're going to get. In a slightly, I mean, I mean, ever so slightly more accessible way, you know. They've, it, it feels unfair to say dialed down the crazy, so they may, they've mildly put a chorus in there. Is what I'm trying to say.
1: <laughs> even mildly, di- even mildly dialing it down, though, it's still more intense and crazy than 90% of bands out there today. Um, there's a line in impressionist which I love was, "If I'm so cruel, invite your God, invite your God to strike me down." I thought that's a fuck. that's
0: that has That's a fucking, fucking cool. line, isn't it? Um
1: yeah, but yeah. I want to shout out the drummer as well. Oh man. He's a machine. He's an absolute machine. How?
0: how? I don't that, know. That, I, 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 I genuinely in my notes have written just there's just notes in there that just how? Did yeah. they just do that? Was that <laughs> just so like trying to decipher it now to go through is just ramblings for me. I think the album affected me more than I probably uh, care to let on. I mean, that leads straight into Shaken as well. Uh, not uh, Is that what it is? Yeah, it's Shaken. Shaken, Not Stirred. Not Stirred. Yeah. Um, this is like By this point, I don't feel like, because every song shares that same level of insanity, that same level of menace, but you've heard so many different things by this point in the album. And then you get into into Shaken and it's, it's got like a real stomp and and yeah. clanginess to it. It feels really raw. It feels like the kind of, you talked about the electronics and some of the inclusions and things that they put in there, strips it back a little bit for some of that to just go full-on kind of slipknot, banger barrel while you're, you know, while you're also listening to this huge stomp. It, it felt like some real some real groove. In at at the well. end as
1: well, it, it builds up into a really epic... A really epic end of the song, and that's probably the first time on the record the gore quite widescreen. Yeah. I and mean, make you think, Aye. They're not you know, this isn't just a band who want to be playing small stages, they've they've got that in them, they be playing bigger and write big
0: great point big songs. And you like um, it, it's hard to listen to a band like this and think about how they might scale that up, but uh code orange, you know? Yeah. It's possible. They've got that same sort of scale they've got that same sort of diversity. They could drop a tamer song in there, but still make that sound grueling and and hard and 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 lyrically when you dive in, it's a dark place, and that darkness yeah. comes across in whatever they do, doesn't it uh, that goes straight into um for the recognition um i've got. The, to j-
1: didn't do much for me for the recognition. It just felt like it was a most, you know, the vocal delivery in it is great, but.
0: That's what I was going to comment on.
1: Bit of, bit of the same.
0: It's the first, it's the it's. It, it's a great point. It's the first song in the album where I thought, okay, this sounds a little bit like shaken, not stirred. You know, yeah. the, it, it's got elements of that in there. It doesn't feel like it's sort of stepped away from that at all. Um, the 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 opening of it though, I felt like he he went animalistic on the vocal delivery on that and i had to like play that back and think like that was mental what i just listened to and then you're right it kind of take it not tames out at all but it's very much the same isn't it um yeah
1: the shock the shock factor's gone
0: yeah. yeah um you're still
1: impressed but you know it's not like
0: I mean, it's a lot of years like it, It's
1: not like hearing it, something for the first time. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah, I think of nothing goes. It's the first part. You get a bit something different. Yeah, you get the creepy. You know, like I had I had it in headphones, and it really—it's this is a headphone album.
0: Yeah, massively. for the little
1: infections, for the little whisper, like you said, the whispers. Really creepy spoken word part again. I'm going to go back to sixth and their spoken word type tracks very obtuse lyrics. I mean, we'll probably come on to some of the lyrics and the content, um, but it's really, it's really creepy and it's got Uh, a real atmosphere about it.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I I feel like it really, it was a highlight for me. It really captured the essence of the band. I found it at parts genuinely disturbing. Like that opening was genuinely disturbing Um, to then, the way it then builds slowly and and you know it's sort of there's sli- like sliding riffs slivering riffs that then kick in and then those <laughs> those double kicks that come back in and you kind of my anticipation at that point was at an all-time high and then what i think yeah. is brilliant because they do this a couple of times following this as well is they they deliver on the anticipation there'd be nothing worse than having a two-minute build-up for it to just sort of fall flat you know yeah. when they when they get to that point and they build it right up, they they do deliver on it, which is always uh, it, it is always a bonus because there's nothing worse than that, is there? No, no. We then go into Dick is done. It's already released, but fucking hell, what a track!
1: Yeah, it's, like I said, I think this is one of the first ones I heard of this, and it's absolutely mental. I ha- I put it on a few times. He's talking about being a frog, and that I was just like <laughs> thinking, going, "Yeah, all right, <laughs> okay." It's it's absolutely fantastic, and the fact the lyrics are so—I mean, I'm sure they fit in the concept, but the lyrics are so batshit. Mm-hmm. It make, it makes it makes even better. It, it does not need to. It does not need to be over five minutes long.
0: There <laughs> is there there is it does move into quite a. Yeah there's a, there's a couple of songs towards this back end of the album isn't there that sort yeah. of really stretched that out. I mean the the opening the the groove and the kind of the richness that hits initially is absolutely brilliant. I liked that there was less changes in pace. It really made for that though there was subtle shifts in this song um that took it away from that choppiness, those time changes and it was more like a wall of sound. So it, 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 I had that same sort of feeling towards the end of it that it was to choose this song that felt a little bit less technical to be the one that's a little bit longer. Was it was a you know a bit of a creative choice that was like if you'd have had that with a different song, yeah, you could have gone for another two or three minutes with all the amount of different things that you were including in it. Yeah, the 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 opening growl though in Dick is done. Oh yeah. I'm I'm pretty sure Manic. the devil himself stepped in on vocal duties, and I was listening to that in my car the first time I listened to it, and I, uh, blew my fucking head off.
1: Yeah, it's it's like you said, it's Will Ramos. Like I've not it seen any videos of these live, but by all accounts, they are good live. Our doing this shit live, man.
0: That's I mean, impressive. I've got yeah. It, 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 one of the one of the takeaways for me is absolutely have to see this band line. How do you yeah. recreate this? What does that look like? Am I going to be scared for my life? You know, what are those pits going to look like? What what do the people that listen to Teller look like if if that's yeah. what we're getting on the stage? <laughs> fucking I mean, mental.
1: You go into telescope and there's a bit of robot voice at the beginning, but then it fucking goes. Oh man, it just goes so
0: this and, was the f- like, this I'm, was the first song on the album i listened to as well and
1: oh I, you know to me say it, a fuck shit up song a fuck nice shit, shit up it. song like what, what what when you say it. again this is one of those ones if they played if they played this and stomping grounds one after the other you're done
0: head cool for world. the night heads yeah. will roll i really enjoyed and this is this made me appreciate the concept of the album a little bit because hearing that on its own i did it for new noise whenever it came back quite a few months ago now and then not listening it to it again for a couple of months but listening to it in the context of the album they really nail some of those transitions here that oh you know, yeah it it In hindsight, it paved the way for that menace, for that insanity, for that, you know, untapped kind of um, ability that they have to just write a song like this. And then it sort of stops and there's that closing minute that's just really fucking creepy. Um, And then that leads into (laughs) Wendrith.
1: Yeah. Um, Creepy as fuck. Brilliant, massively. slow. You know, there's a, a quite a forky. I, I'm trying to think of the word like a very backward folky type of acoustic part that goes in.
0: Yep, then didn't you expect get, that.
1: Then <laughs> you get a different style of the rapping. A more you get more stripped back instrumentation on the rapping and it, it hits harder. And with with just his with pretty much just his voice, it just really shows you what he can do. And yeah man. <laughs> it it I, I said about the other song it shouldn't have been five minutes. This song deserved to be six minutes long because this is where, right, you've got six minutes, what can you fit into it? And the fit in stuff and it's different enough to to justify that.
0: Yeah, I absolutely agree. And and I hear what you're saying with Dick is done, but that four song run of of nothing Dick has done telescope wendred is astonishing I feel that's when the album comes yeah. into its stride I feel like those four songs there's such a sense of of unity one is it doesn't feel stop start I felt completely engrossed throughout Wendrid had this, this somehow an extra level of snarl and sort of yeah severity to it that just really sort of where if if the rest of the album was like punching the shit out of you this was like someone sort of thinking about it for a minute and popping a knife in before they carried on doing it. It felt like it had that (laughs) extra level of dig to it that was just... I I, I couldn't believe at this point in the album that I was still hearing stuff that was new. You had spoken word. You had that fucking (laughs) mad, demonic bit that kind of hit. And then the fucking... It's those bits with the marching drums, man. I did not yeah. know how much I love a marching drum <laughs> until I heard it. <laughs> <went rich. laughs> Holy shit! They, like what do you know what to, to be a fly on the wall for, for the creation process of this album? What does that even look like?
1: I genuinely, like you've got you know, you, voters could come in and say, Right, this is this is what I'm going to say. Then you've got the drummer thinking, right, I'm going to throw some march drums in here. Then you've got the acoustic guitar, you've got all the electronics, and it's just like, right, put them all together. And I but
0: don't you know think if it's like, that, don't... that would sound like a complete like I was saying earlier on, that that would sound like a complete mess. It just doesn't at all. I it mean, really there doesn't. was uh, just to kind of round up about about Wendred, you know, that. They, like you mentioned there's that unexpected acoustic switch up just midway through the song bang hits the reset button three minutes in there you go this is you didn't see this coming <laughs> it then spends the next two minutes kind of going through what feels like this horrendous acid trip and then <laughs> it, then it, it hit with the marching drums again and I was like you know me <laughs> you know me and you know how to make it work I mean my like yeah my ass was going throughout that I thought where the fuck is this going <laughs> Where is this going? Absolutely mental.
1: It sounds like it fall off the rails at any, at any second. It doesn't. It doesn't. They somehow keep it going. That momentum is insane. Any track would suffer coming after it and head first. Like I said, it, it, it's a bit more like shaking Not Stirred. There's a line which I had, I, I had to rewind it two or three times because I was like, no, he's not said that. He's not said that. What a night to be a pigeon.
0: See, I haven't done this much of a dive into the lyrics. I think no, because I, I, I
1: thought I thought he said, What a night to be a prick, and I was like, Okay, then I went back and I had to check it, and I was like, Okay, right, what a night to be a pigeon, great, yep, i <laughs> will take some
0: unpicking, man, absolutely, yeah, yeah. Uh, you were talking about head first, um. I actually thought it was probably one of the biggest you said about it being straight up. It's like that straight up death core tune, just known after, after all of the creativity, it's like a, here's a no nonsense one for you. Absolute sucker punch to the face. Did, you know, almost didn't see that coming in its simplicity. Um, it it was absolutely relentless and it felt so much so because you kind of, you hadn't had any let up, so to speak, because if you think you're going to no. get a sit down during this album, you're you're very mistaken. <laughs> uh, but it, it, there was, you know, it had it had kind of experimented a little bit and then bang, it was straight back into that. And then that kicks into Thistle. I mean, talk to me about it. What, what's your thoughts on Thistle?
1: It's, I think he, he gets probably the most intense, like he does, it's yeah. like full full volume headphones. It's really, I keep saying intense. I can't think of anything else. It's you you, you have to hear it to to realize how much it it's unnerving. It's his style, and his yeah, it's unner it's unnerving, and you're sitting there. Like I listen. I was just sitting down listening to this, but you know, if you yeah, you say you're listening in your car, you just be like, Jesus Christ, foot down, yes, let's go. I think it's the second last song on the album, and this is really like, okay, you think we're done?
0: We're not done. <laughs> my my, the two lines that I I wrote on it uh, were, "What even is genre at this point?" And yeah. then. Just kind of the last thing I expected at this point in the album was to still feel surprised. Yeah, and and that I can't give it a higher compliment than that. It plays around with pinch harmonics, and then the fucking guitar solo, like that that ca- that came out of nowhere, and
1: that was one of those moments where you like, where again, it's like I can't. Bu- Part of me thinking I can't believe it's the first time we've got a proper one of these, but then it's like, but it fits so well.
0: Doesn't sound it out of so place, well. and it's not a metal guitar solo. It is like a proper rock and roll guitar solo. It, it it's it, it's with all the squealing and that kind of that real rage, and then it kicks back in. I just, I couldn't. I just was sat in complete disbelief. And you're absolutely right. Still completely unnerved. My, you know, everything was shot. And I was like, I I just can't believe I'm sat here (laughs) still trying to work out what's going on. There's no point. Uh, You figure that out pretty quickly. Yeah. Pretty quickly. I
1: I can't think of many, I can't think of many albums where, you know, like I said, at the second last song, you're still being hit with new stuff, but at, at the same time, you're still sitting there going, Oh, Right. And you, you're still able to get blown away. Yeah,
0: because yeah, I feel like you know we've it. had the we've had the privilege of listening to this this album early. I don't feel like we've got much of a head start. I really don't. No. I, I you said I you think... listened
1: to it three times. I've listened to it twice. It's an album made for going back to.
0: Yeah, yeah, absolutely is. I love that it can do that how long the final track did uh, did, well i mean it states the obvious at this point didn't see that coming (laughs) yeah yeah Um, i mean it fits it fits the mold doesn't it of that kind of final track a little bit tamer (sighs) tame feels like an insult yeah
1: it's you know you get lovely i mean we've 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 talked about the electronics and the electronics have been used quite harshly throughout the album and even quite creepily um, on some bits of it, particularly, you know, like Wendred. but this one, it, you know, you get it's kind of acoustic, kind of ambient intro, and yeah. again, that shows they can do that, they can do that, they can create a really, it's, it's still weird. It's not. It's, it, you think ambient and acoustic, and you think, oh, that that sounds quite nice. It's not.
0: Well, it's not nice. imagine uh, imagine corn. And Jason, Alon Butler made a love child and, and vocally that's somewhat of what you're hearing in this song. At yeah. least. I mean, that doesn't even do it justice for the whole album, but in this, this track in particular, you can hear some of those, those comparisons. And you know, that way that, that Jonathan Davis, it's not an act. He sounds so broken and, and unhinged because he's so broken and unhinged and yeah you feel that here that doesn't feel like a part of this album and maybe it's entirely around the concept and, and the guys are absolutely fine but i don't know how you could make an album like this without trauma in your life i just don't understand how that's like even possible to try and <laughs> no and an idea like this and deliver it in this way if you're not a little bit tapped in the head but my god it makes for an incredible album you're right though you they hold of- on to that, I was just going to say about that—that menace—is that, that menace is the, it, yeah. that's the line throughout, isn't it? That golden thread that that ties these songs in. You know,
1: well, if you if you listen to rock and metal regularly, you know you hear all you hear stuff. You know, I do like that new Lorna Shore record, but Will's vocals have never made me feel like the vocals do on this. Will's vocals are are something else. They're insane. His growls, his screams, his highs—ridiculous. They've never gave me goosebumps like the the vocals on here and the delivery has on here. And I think when you talk about the trauma and how it's real and it's not—that that's the difference.
0: Yeah, no, I agree. And, and 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 artists and and musicians in general have a way of putting that across. Sometimes you get it very plainly. And there's, you know, there's no uh, question around the sort of lyrical content and the message they're trying to put across. Other times they mask that up, which is kind of a little bit what you get here. And as you start to dig through that, you'll probably, well, I don't even know with this album because it's that far fucking insane. I just
1: want to say as well, I'm not suggesting Will Ramos doesn't have trauma or anything. I'm not suggesting that at all. I'm just merely saying how.
0: I think uh, like uh, here we go here's a bolder claim that will get you out of that hot water is Will Ramos the Beyonce of the Def Court world <laughs> because we expect such insane things from him vocally it gets to a point where it's like that is utter perfection
1: yes i get what i do get what you're saying like when you hear no, I do get that. You hear to the hellfire, yeah, to the hellfire, blows, blows your mind, and it's still impressive on the album, but it's not like the first time.
0: And no. when it's when it's got all of the other songs in there, there's impressive elements in there. It's an insanely good album, but it's a lot of it. It, it starts to feel a little one tracked in that they're hanging on to his absolute insane talent. Now, you imagine some of, like, what he could do if that creativity was dialed up on the next album, you know, and let his voice break at times and, you know, had moments where it... Because this is raw, isn't it? You know, and, you know, hasn't got the most powerful, clean voice at all. But there's those similarities to what Korn... Managed to do there's that that melody when he soars i mean there's parts in this where he sounds somewhat operatic it, 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 the shifts that he manages to do vocally is i mean it's astonishing
1: yeah and like you said there's there's choruses that you know and this i mean this in a good way it does fa- seem like he's been given some words and he's for- he's forcing the melody out of them they're not they're not sing along they're not you know it's not cats sat on the mat the chorus is vocally are strange and unique and quite a bit disjointed but he gets melody out of them he does it in a he doesn't like you said corn
0: and he's it's... not afraid to like wring out the sponge fully do you know what i mean no no he's like, not. to you know those things that maybe some vocalists would say don't do you can hear him really push himself and I imagine him in the vocal booth somewhat having a breakdown at moments of this this album and then capturing that. And it's like magic in a bottle, isn't it? You yeah. Know, it, it I can really imagine the rest of like
1: Probably, You know, they probably are used to it, but still some points that other members must just be watching him just going like.
0: Yeah. One of them's just, on the phone yeah. to the therapist, like, get, get yeah, here now. Like, he's, <laughs> he's at it. Look,
1: looking at the producer going, I
0: think we've got it. I think we've got it. While like, shall I shall I, know... shall I do it again? And they're like, no no, 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 no. No, we've got everything we need. Oh, it's all right. I'll do another take on of nothing. No, mate, honestly, we're fine. Yeah. please, I I can't watch you do that again.
1: He, here's <laughs> here's a bottle of water. Please go sit in the sun for twenty minutes.
0: Yeah, Gary's over there. Mate. If you go and just take a seat next to Gary, he's going to just talk you through what you've been through and what we've been through. <laughs> um, it's an hour set. No, no, we've paid for it. It's fine. Like it's okay. You know. <laughs>
1: And I yeah, think when, when you think about, you know, I don't, I don't know if they've ever been to the UK. I, I don't know.
0: I don't think they have,
1: because so I think, they, think they've about...
0: come around at, you know, just before COVID, haven't they? And and they yeah. sort of it just haven't you quite think... managed to shoot off.
1: Yeah. And you mentioned about like what type of fans are going to be there. There's going to be there's going to be hardcore kids. There's going to be a few older people who like the new metal style of stuff. There's going to be there's going to be deathcore kids in there. He's going to be, a mixed be have good... innit? it you got a mixed bag and you think, right, who do you put these in a the package with? And this is the time where, you know, you have a, you have a mixed band bill. You have these, you put on someone a little bit. Yeah. I'm trying, you put on maybe someone more straight ahead. These could open for Lorna Shaw.
0: They could, they could open for Lorna Shaw. They could be, you know, main support for Code Orange, they could be on yeah. a Corn show. They could uh, be an opener for Slipknot. You know, they they fit into quite a a broad range. You know, like they could also wanted... jump on hardcore shows.
1: The East could be on Empiric- the Impericon tour. They Massively. wouldn't be out of place. Like
0: opening for Knocked just... Loose.
1: Yeah. Throw, you know I mean? yeah.
0: Just... yeah,
1: throw them in there. Yeah, just throw them in there and. If people don't know what they're about beforehand, they, they fucking will
0: afterwards. And you drop them in a, in a, you know, you you know what, you you can get elitists in some scenes, whether that be black metal, death metal. I think they fit both those bills as well. Yeah. You see these guys opening for Cradle of Filth? Well, it doesn't feel out of place, does it?
1: I think they are one of those bands where they'll come over here once. They'll, you know, they'll come over here, they'll be opening for someone hell if Limp Bizkit come back th- I probably won't but throw them on there. They'll open for someone and by the t- next time they come back they'll have their own tour. I think to they'll be. absolutely sm- they'll smash it live. Has to be. They'll absolutely smash it live. That do you what you should do clear. as well? For that. show get some drum cams on them live wow. man. I want to I want to see the- I want to see him work. I want to see like my personal favourite drum of all time um drums of all time lamb of god but also darkest hour because in darkest hour he does not stop he just goes and i'm not talented musically at all but when you hear darkest i heard darkest hour for the first time i was like i want to play drums i can't keep time for shit but i want to play drums
0: yeah it's amazing how certain elements will draw your attention away i remember uh, for some reason it sticks in my head but the uh brainwashed by while she sleeps the way that yeah. that pounds and the way that that um has a sort of relentless nature uh and does those switch-ups it was the drumming that had my attention at you know huge amount. even paramour um is it, some of the drumming that you hear in yeah. paramour is absolutely insane and sometimes that draws away from that incredible melody for that to be on an album with Haley williams and i'm listening to the drumming is again another compliment you know, that I can't speak highly enough of to take it back to Tala, I mean, this album is it's mind blowing Uh, to me. It's a must. I don't think you'll have heard anything like it this year. I don't think you'll have heard much like it before. You know, I think
1: when you look at like, you know, you look at the big three of albums that came out this year, Architects, Partway Drive, um, Slip, this is so far from any of them. And in the year when we haven't had a new quarter of an album. (coughs) Um, This is, you know, it's the new weird. It's saying, you know, we, we love new metal and we don't give a fuck. We're going to shove it in your face. We're going to, we're going to give it the bells and whistles of the, because like I've mentioned the production, it's been, it's chunkier, it's beefier, sound it sounds more like metal metalcore deathcore y but it doesn't it doesn't have that cleanness that metalcore has like at all and the electronic production on it is absolutely fantastic.
0: Yeah. I think no, it's I a real shame
1: do. that they've obviously had for what I don't know the reasons that they've had to release it this late in the year. I think it's a shame. Yeah I think, I think the biggest... they sound,
0: the biggest crime is if this album doesn't get listened to.
1: Yeah. Cause I, like you said, this will be the time of the year when people are thinking about end of years and thinking about what's coming out next year. I think if this had came out in July, August time, you'd be seeing a lot more talk about it. I really hope it does get the respect it deserves. I hope it gets talked about. I hope we start seeing them in a few magazines and yeah, man, I think, if 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 people pick up on it, I think this bank this bank could do good things. But I just really hope that this the delay hasn't yeah, hasn't put people yeah. off. I know that bloke who I mentioned on Twitter, that Red Herring, he he's a big fan of them, and I think he'll give them a lot of push. And a I know a lot of people listen to him, so fingers crossed. And fingers crossed that does translate into a UK tour because I want to see that
0: absolutely and i'm going to be there as well i think you're right i think it's this is shamelessly everything that we've explained they don't shy away from using some of the you know uh, genre tropes that have already been used but they do so in a way that feels fresh and creative it's a call back to some of the very greatest moments in new metal but by no means does it feel recycled it no. feels like it's a 2022 album and it feels current, and it feels in place, but also feels like a huge throwback. And it's kind of the album that I think a lot of people wish Slipknot would have released. Uh, is whatever your yeah. opinion on the, you know, um, on the new Slipknot album? You know, if they're <laughs> dropping this after all, ho- all hope. You know, is anyone complaining? No, uh, I, you know, it, but it, then it, again.
1: Then again, I think this is the album that you know. You look back at Iowa, and what obviously, obviously, the, everyone knows what they got put through making Iowa. You, if you if you try and force it, it, it won't come. This isn't no. forced. No, I not think, at all. Not at I all. I think this is. I think this is going to be the album. Like I said, if we get enough press, we're going to see a lot more bands in the next few years sounding like this.
0: I hope so, uh, yeah. and I hope that they they manage to do even a shade of the job that the Taller have done on this album. Uh, the Generation of Danger is out on Friday. Go and listen to it. Sit down with it. Listen to it properly, <laughs> uh, and 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 also mosh out. Because uh, it is, it's uh, yeah, it's a brilliant, brilliant album. Um, and I mean, we've we've sat here uh, for quite a while and picked holes in it, but it, it, it's you know, it's um, it's an incredible yeah. creative achievement for the band. Absolutely,
1: I think as well that they've shown stuff that they'll probably they'll probably go into on future releases. You know, like more ep- more epic parts of the song, maybe. <clears throat> I don't know how but you know dial up some of the creepier elements you know make maybe you know one or two slower songs but still with that level of intensity i think there's a there's a lot of ways they can go from here
0: that scope isn't it yeah i think that's really exciting i think if they manage to do something similar on album three, there's no stopping them but who knows we are we are but opinionated podcasters uh, Chris, exactly. this has been uh, an absolute pleasure, mate. Absolute
1: it's been pleasure. a pleasure. Um, a great, al- a great album for your first time on. I was about not, to say, you know, what a debut! Lot to talk, you know, so much to talk about, so much to, you know, I, me last time I listened to it was about two hours ago. Just still so much to digest.
0: Are you still recovering? Because I'm recovering for Monday. Yeah.
1: I'll be, you know. I'll be going back to it. Probably, you know, I wouldn't say it's, it's a shoe in for the, I wouldn't say it's a shoe in for the, the albums of the year, but you know what? A few more listens that could creep up there. It definitely I could.
0: Have, I'm going to have to, I'm going to have, it's going to be in my top 10 without a shadow of a doubt. Without a shadow of a doubt. I
1: think I've just had a few that have sat with me really, really well. I, a few more listens, I think it'll definitely have a, a good chance of getting in there.
0: Because, I'm interested to see where that lands uh, (laughs) more on that in a few weeks. Anyway. Um, No, it's been a pleasure. Uh, We have been the noise podcast. Um, Don't forget. You can find anything noise related at noise UK. Uh, You can find the podcast itself at noise podcast on Instagram, Twitter, and noise. The website is everywhere and anywhere and nowhere. And that is noise. Uh, Be sure to check out our Spotify playlist. Be sure to check out some of our other podcasts. Check in on new noise. We have some cool stuff coming up with the podcast towards the end of the year. This is probably our last review show. So what a way to go out for the year. We'll probably be back talking about what we're excited about. Hopefully talking about our albums of the year. So some cool stuff coming out. So be sure to check that out. But until next time, Chris, and be sure that this isn't the last time.
1: Ah, uh, peace, oh, peace and love. Don't no doubt it. Peace and love to you, man. Thank you for having me.